Hey, welcome to the To Be Blunt With You podcast. I'm Mason Hoskins. And I'm Tate Blunt. And this week, Tate's going to be telling us about his reselling ventures. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't call them ventures. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I am. First, I'm going to define it. Uh, So essentially reselling... Yeah, I feel like this one is probably the most intuitive that we've covered thus far. It's the most self-explanatory. Yeah, I mean, like, you hear the word and you're like, oh, well, that's, I know what that is. Obviously. It's not like affiliate marketing where you're, like, using words like affiliate. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's reselling. Okay, so obviously reselling is either finding things that you already have. uh, They can be anything, really, that's sellable. And then selling it online or in person or anything like that. Um, Or buying products that you can find online or in person at some place like a Goodwill or a thrift shop or something like that. And then reselling it for a profit. So the idea is that you're spending less for the item and then you're selling it for more than you're purchasing it for. Right. So that is essentially what reselling is. And I recently had to go through... Uh, several bouts of reselling because my <laughs> wife and I are moving. So in in that way, you could call it reselling ventures, certainly. But um, but they weren't exactly always the most exciting. So home sale, garage sale. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so um, so we did a lot of reselling. Uh, I'm just gonna highlight uh, some some of the things we did, and then one thing that I didn't do that maybe I should have. So the idea was, okay, I'm going to do reselling because we're moving and I'm going to have some experience with kind of figuring out how to interact with people through these different marketplaces um, and and selling them materials and right. see how that, how that goes for me. And so essentially uh, there was this chair that my wife and I... <laughs> you sent me a picture, dude. I was, you sent me a I picture know. of it on your car and I was like, you're it reselling a car? car dude. <laughs> it was on my car. Okay. So I legitimately um, went to uh, this... What was it? It was like this... I don't know. It was this place and they were giving away this stuff. And so we got this chair. We put it on my car and drove very slowly <laughs> back to our apartment. Um, very not recommended. Wait, just you by didn't the way, even, I did not you, say. You didn't even strap it down or anything? No, dude, it wasn't What? Strapped. It was just oh gravity, Oh my dude. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. So, um, nothing in this podcast should be, uh, you should repeat. be hearing as something that you should do <laughs> or anything recommended, okay? Hey, no, I, did I not wouldn't recommend say that. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely try what we're talking about in the podcast just don't do the dangerous stuff that tate just said that's right that's right okay we definitely want to do the side hustles but we don't want to kill ourselves in doing so exactly so anyway um we brought this chair back to the apartment and my wife loved it and so i didn't resell it (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's something (laughs) it's something we're taking to our house in in nashville that's the downside to it you go somewhere you see oh that looks pretty cool. I'll resell That's it. That's right. Actually, That's right. I love it. I'm yeah. not getting rid of this. That's exactly what happened. It was some like <laughs> Ashley furniture. Oh, like, goodness. I don't know, like side chair. And it's um, it's so comfortable. So we just kept it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, so there are several other things that we sold. So when we initially moved, uh, so right now we're in Louisville. And when we initially moved to Louisville, you're we found a washer and dryer. What? I said, you're in Louisville. <laughs> oh my gosh it's so you hear anybody that's not from like the south or the southeast and it's louisville and then everyone from here is like lol, lol. 
okay. Anyway, uh, we found a washer and dryer. We bought it for like, uh, uh, like two sixty, two eighty, something like that. And you know, it served us for the course of the year lease that we had. But we're moving out now, and so essentially, what I did was look at several different areas that I would be um, profitable, essentially, to sell it on. And they were going for more than we had paid for on Amazon, or not Amazon, for Facebook Marketplace. Oh, really? And my brother, dude, is a Facebook Marketplace wizard, okay? And so... I wish. Dude, he legitimately is. Really? But I'll have to yeah, talk to him. He, dude, you should. He can find anything. He found... They found this giant sectional for like $110. It's, it's freaking what? crazy. Yeah. And it's it's a really comfortable sectional. Or uh, what, what did I just say? It's a really comfortable... Sectional. sectional that's right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So we were looking for people to sell this to. It took about a week, I would say, to contact a lot of these people. They get to you when they think it's a good deal. You do a little bit of bartering. So I was probably contacted by four or five people. Um, and, you know, we we negotiated. I initially had someone say, you know, I'll buy it for 345 And then they, I never heard from them again. So mm, yeah. they must have found something else or whatever. Right. Uh, so the issue with kind of working on with marketplaces like that is that, you know, it's not abundantly consistent or anything like that. So that can be difficult. But we did find someone who was willing to, to buy it. Um, and so I think we ended up making like uh, like a $50 profit from that. And, and so essentially, we just had something that cost us nothing for a year. And then we made a bit of profit on it. Yeah. Um, so that was a pretty good experience overall. Really wasn't hard to find anybody. Uh, the other experience we had, we were trying to sell uh, these bar stools, and man, that was the worst. You had people reaching out to you all the time. They were like gonna purchase, and then they didn't. And uh, no one was really kind of offer the asking price that we had because they're you know they're used bar stools. Right. Originally, they are like as a pair like one hundred and eighty dollars, but yeah. we were selling them. We were like you know we'll just take like like 70 bucks initially mm -hmm. and then no one was buying them for 70 bucks we didn't get a response Ugh. for like a week and so we were like okay we'll, we'll take like 60 bucks right and we just kept going down and down and we didn't want to keep going down so what happened is we actually connected with a facebook group who was and we found someone in that group who was in like the same apartment community and they were willing to to pay that so um so essentially we got rid of those too but the reselling overall, I felt like it was a pretty good experience. Like, I don't think it's a bad side hustle. Um, right. It's just I've found that it seems to be a, a really good side hustle for people who are inclined to buy things. Yeah. And I'm more of like the saver investor kind of guy. Yeah. And less of the buyer purchaser. My brother is like a super buyer purchaser. Like he's always buying something and mm -hmm. like trading something. And so for him, this side hustle would be like intuitive. Yeah. Um, and there's several people that I know who have who have done this sort of thing. Like uh, I have a friend in Nashville, actually, he's a mechanic, basically. Um, and he he essentially gets things for free, often like bikes or um, little motorbikes, and he'll fix them just with parts that he finds or gets for free elsewhere because you can just find stuff when people are trying to scrap it and get rid of it. Um, he fixes stuff up and essentially sells it. And he, you know, he does pretty well doing that as yeah. like a side gig. You know, he has a full time job, but then he does that on the side. And, and, you know, as far as I know, he makes pretty, pretty good money with it. Yeah. Um, and then I've known people actually who have made businesses out of this stuff. So in college, there was this this sort of thrift shop gang 
not they're not a gang. <laughs> they made a business right. um, on Instagram that was essentially reselling thrift clothes. Oh. And so they would go and they'd thrift because they love doing it. Yeah. And the idea was that they would find like these retro looking um, thrift clothes and they would put them on Instagram. They would have models model them. And I don't uh, know that they're retro looking. I just think they are retro. They they are. They're Anything from the old the time. Shop is retro. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they had this whole brand that they created on Instagram with just thrift clothing. And they would buy it low, sell it high. And yeah. it was a fantastic business model. Now that's just what they do. They don't even do anything else. Um, they love thrifting and they created the the front for Instagram. And now they're doing really well. So yeah. um, it's definitely a thing that you can make into a business. But I would say it, it also takes... It takes time. Yeah. And it takes effort. Uh, there's certainly like a lot that goes into it, especially if you're planning on doing it for like something that's relatively long term. You're going to be looking at doing things like reselling collector's items that are kind of specialized knowledge so that you can find them. Right. Um, and then also find the right buyers. So you want to be in those circles online, whether yeah. that be Facebook or forums or anything like that. So it can be difficult, I think, to like get into it, into it. But if you do get into it, it's it's profitable. It just takes a serious hustler and someone who really likes to consume. Yeah. So I have had a little bit of experience with reselling as well. I mean, I recently just resold my desk and had bought new nice. ones. So, but it took like three months for me to find a buyer for it. And right. every time I was, every time someone contacted me immediately, I'd contact them back next mm -hmm. day. They would contact me like, sorry, I don't want it anymore. Right. Yeah. That's that just, is the same thing that happened to bar school. That's stores. just my whole experience with reselling. But uh. my uncle has great uh, experience with reselling. He actually taught me when I was still in like middle school, high school age. Mm -hmm. Um, we went to an auction. Okay. For, and it was a whole bunch of just stuff that was donated from people, old like metal signs for build mm -hmm. or for companies. They had a bunch of just random, like collectors' coins. There, so there was a whole bunch of expensive stuff there, but there was also a whole bunch of like not so expensive stuff that was like sure, junk yeah. or whatever. And they had a whole table of like electronics and stuff. So I was more drawn to the electronics because I know a little bit more about that stuff. So that's the stuff right. I was researching. But right. my uncle goes in and he'll look for baseball cards. He'll look through them. He looks for basically any kind of toy that's a collector item that most people don't know is a collector item. He'll look mm -hmm. it up on eBay, see how much it went for on eBay, like the last time it sold. Right. It was like $40, $50. He'll buy that toy for like 2 $3, depending on how high the auction makes it go. Mm -hmm. And he does this, and he'll go, and he'll get like 50 items, and then he'll sell all of those up until the next auction. And he Dang. he just keeps reselling over and over, and he keeps making his money, which is supplying to buy more and more items. Right. So he has been doing this for years and he still mm. does it to my knowledge. And <laughs> it's just astounding how much he resells or what he finds. And he's sometimes he'll send us a, a message with a, with a picture of what he finds. He's like, I just got this. And I'm like, dang, that would be so cool to keep. And he's like, right, the main, right. the main thing about reselling for some, for like what he's doing is 
you can't get attached to what you are trying to resell. Like, like we did your with wife. the chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So he, my problem when I was reselling was I went and I looked at the electronic stuff, but I didn't have a whole lot of money. I didn't have, and right. I was still in middle school, high school. I was like, like starstruck at all this stuff. Right. I was like, I want all of this. Yeah. And it's so cheap because no one else is bidding on it. I wonder right. why. I bought a soda stream with no carbon canister because I didn't know oh, that the gosh. carbon canister was the main part of it. And so I was like, I'm going to take this home and use it and it's going to be awesome. And I didn't have a carbon canister and the carbon canisters are like $40 and the soda stream itself is like $5 online. So it was oh a waste gosh. of money. I bought probably 40, 45 records, a huge record box. Mm-hmm. And I wish I still had it because I have a record player now, but I didn't. And my mom threw them all away. <laughs> oh, man. But I never sold like I could never sell the stuff that I got, even though I saw yeah. that it was sold before. I couldn't get anyone to to sell it to. Yeah. So my uncle has worked up the eBay seller like reviews enough right, to the right. point where he gets he gets put on other people's pages when they search up these kind of items. Right. So he just has that. He's just worked on it for so He's long. He's got that to the clout. Point. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my experience with it is just don't get attached to what you buy and get it for as cheap as possible. Auctions are probably right. one of the best places to get it. But Facebook Marketplace, you can also find items for really cheap or somewhat cheap, refurbish it, sell it for really expensive. Yeah. There are a whole bunch of different ways to resell. Yeah. And there's a ton of things you can do. I mean, you can set up long-term like ebay like markets for people to go to and you can become like a great ebay store person who has all those great reviews and has like long lasting customers and people coming back and stuff like that if you get into these like circles where you're selling this sort of specialized stuff um you can make some serious money with it uh you know i would say like one of the best parts about it is that it's really easy to get into uh, like yep. anyone can resell you can just yeah i mean if you look up auctions near me i mean you could go to like uh shoot like open houses too yeah yeah those are items that are in someone's house that are useful yeah 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 there's so many different like yeah, estate sales like all right. of this all of this stuff that you can find really good items and the truth is um if you're interested in like an area this is like incredibly easy to get into because most people are of the purchaser mindset and they really they're always looking at stuff that they could get and they're really interested in you know a few certain things like you you do dungeons and dragons right Right. so there's a lot of stuff that you could probably you probably know that people are willing to buy right if you found those things then you could resell them easily because you would you would you just have the knowledge as being a part of that community yeah or i could make them but you know i'm trying (laughs) right right and like my brother's that way for a lot of things. He's like a part of all of these different kind of communities uh, just through his interests. And so it's really easy for him to find things that would be sellable um, or to find things, you know, that he's interested in buying. And so um, one of the things about reselling is that it's really easy to get into because you're just buying things and selling them. Right. But if you're actually one of those people in those communities who is doing that already, this is like a side hustle you can just attach to mm-hmm. your interests, your hobbies. Right. Um, So that's one of the things I would say it's really easy. Uh, The the downside, I would say, is there's not a crazy ton of profit. Yeah. Right. If you buy something for 20 bucks and you're going to sell it for 50 bucks, you know, that's a $30 profit. That's pretty good if you're doing that with like, 
you know, 30 items. Right. But it's relatively difficult to find a, a large volume of items to sell like yeah. that. And that gets you really that much profit. Most right. things that are going are gonna to get you like, you know, five to 25 bucks profit. Um, just because, you know, you are selling, especially if you're selling specialized stuff, the people who you're selling to generally know how much that's worth. Right. Um, and so it's harder to find something for a discounted price when, you know, it's not, it's not worth that. Yeah. Right. Um, and so that's, that's the difficulty I would say. So rating overall, I'd probably give it a seven just because it really is incredibly easy to get into. You can just, you could literally look around your room, probably find something that you want to sell, look around your house, find something you want to sell, look in your garage. Um, and like do it tomorrow yeah. on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or eBay or like anywhere. Um, and so there's there's a tons of ways to get involved in it. And so for that reason, I'd probably say it's a seven. So overall, I think it's it's a really good side hustle. Definitely easy to get into. If you're the kind of person who loves to look at that sort of stuff and consume a lot, um, you know, follow your interests and try to get involved in it a little bit to, to make a little bit of extra cash on the side. Yep. Um, it does take time. It takes a lot of research. Uh, if you're going to get serious about it and you're going to do like collector's items or profitable things that are like actually potentially going to make you a lot of money, um, it does take a lot of research and, and time to get involved in that sort of thing. Right. Um, but overall, you know, I think it's a good side hustle to just to attach to a hobby or if you're going to like seriously dive in, um, it would be worth it for for the hours of research that you're going to do uh, throughout the week to then go and, you know, buy on the weekends and then sell throughout the week. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you have any ideas for us to do in the future, or if you need any advice on a side hustle that you're trying to start for yourself, send us an email at tobebluntwithyou at gmail.com. That's tobebluntwithyou at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.